Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. Realize that your thoughts become things. If you're familiar with the law of attraction, you already understand this concept. We are all creators of our own reality, and the energy that you put out is the energy that you receive. So if you live as if you've already received everything that you need, then everything that you want in your life will manifest. So the key is to stop focusing on what you lack, because if you tell yourself you don't have the motivation, then that is what you'll achieve. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is sponsored by the five days to more energy so that you'll never skip a workout again challenge. In as little as five days, you can run away with all the best tips and tricks on how to naturally boost your energy to do more of the things that you love. For more information, you can go to this podcast show notes or you can check out www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge. See you there. Hey friend, how's it going? I'm going to be honest with you. I have been struggling this week and In particular, I've just been struggling with finding the motivation to, it's going to sound, 
a bit terrible, but finding the motivation for me to actually sit down and record this podcast episode. And it has nothing to do with the fact that I am getting bored. It's totally could be further from that. But it's just that every now and then, you know, your motivation to do something drops, especially if it's something that's become part of your routine. And while I enjoy putting together these fun bits and pieces of knowledge and sharing with you, and hopefully you find it super helpful. There are times in particular this weekend where I was just dragging my feet. And no matter what I could do, I knew that the time was coming when it was going to be, all right, you got to write your notes, you got to get ready. And like I said, it was like the furthest thing from my mind that I wanted to do. So I thought about it and I said, listen, I'm not going to let my audience down. And I decided, well, why don't I try and take my own advice, right? So I decided that today's topic was going to be about sharing my best tips on how to stay motivated when you just really don't feel like it. So I fully acknowledge that you're not always going to want to do the things that you have to do. And heck, most of the stuff that's good for you or important towards whatever self-improvement project that you have, there's going to come a time when you're really going to, you're going to suffer or it's going to be a challenge, right? For you to get moving in that direction. So like I said, here are my top tips on what to do when you're lacking serious motivation. Welcome to episode 24 of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, 10 things to do when you're lacking serious motivation. Did I even mention my name? (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so this is Carla Diaz, your host for the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. As you can tell, I'm in some funk today, but we're going to get through it. We're going to pull through because actually after writing the notes for this podcast on my top 10 tips to how to get motivated, I was, it changed, it changed for me. So let's get started. So my first step, my first tip for you is to clear away all the distractions. So that means you're going to put your phone away because when you put your phone away, that cuts the umbilical cord from your inbox if you're attached to your email like I am. And it also separates you from your social media which we all know is the biggest time waster of the modern world, especially when you have, you know, low motivation to get started. It is so easy to just somehow your phone creeps into your hands and you don't even know how it got there. And before you know it, you've spent 30 minutes just looking on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube videos. I mean, whatever, whatever your guilty pleasure is with your phone, you're looking at it if you're not motivated. And it's so much easier to fall back on checking your notifications than like tackling your weekly meal plan, right? So best thing for you to do is to put your phone away, turn off the notifications in your phone so that it's so funny how we are like the, when the bell rings, like the notification bell, we, it's a trigger for us. And it's like, there's this impulse, like Pavlov, right? (laughs) To go and check our phone. So you got to turn your notifications off as well. And nothing that I would suggest is to tell the people close to you that you're going to be off limits for a specified amount of time. So we're clearing away the distractions to create the time um, and try to create the environment for this project that we are lacking motivation in. 
Another thing that you can do is to put it on your calendar. So schedule it, whatever it is that you are dragging your feet to do, and show up for this important appointment like you would for your yearly physical. It's important to honor your appointments and commitments to yourself. And sometimes it's as easy as just putting it on your calendar. Like you feel like because it's something that you're doing just for you, that you don't have to put it on your schedule. But make it official, put it on your calendar because it is that important. And if you're having trouble with honoring that commitment, enlist someone to hold you accountable. So this is the one time where you can pick up the phone, okay? And you can just either call or quick text someone and say, hey, listen, I need you to get on my case so that I can just sit down and do the work. So I need you to just give me like a five minute reminder, um, reach out to me and tell me that I get started. So my next tip is to clear your space. Where there is clutter, there is chaos. And clutter is a distraction. So it's interesting, but the act of cleaning up also helps you to get moving. And I found that once you get moving, it starts to ease your, you into stepping into action. So, you know, sure enough, that's what I did to be able to come here and share with you my tips. I cleared my space and it works. It works. I cleared my space and it was almost like I was clearing my mind. I was preparing myself to do the what I wanted to do. My next tip for you is to commit to doing the first five minutes. And this is super critical, especially when we know that what we're doing is something that is hard to get started. So say, for example, if you know that you want to start working out again, if you want to start going for a jog, just commit to the first five minutes. Tell yourself all you have to do is five minutes of work. And because like I mentioned before, there's magic in the doing. So when you're lacking serious motivation, getting over that hump of inactivity is critical to get the ball rolling. So if you can commit to a small action over a bigger one, you are more likely to have success. So what do we find? We find that when you commit to five minutes, it's easier to keep going because then at that point you could say, okay, let's just do this for another five more minutes. And then when you get to that, another five more minutes. And then before you know it, you've, you've accomplished what you've wanted to do today. And regardless, if you decide that you don't accomplish what you want to get to do, at least you've put in five minutes or 10 minutes or however, how many times you've created that five minute cycle, you've completed it, you have put in that work. And it's just a great way to, like I said, think of it as a small action because small actions are certainly more doable than larger ones. My next tip is to have a plan. So it is super helpful to be clear about what you want to achieve. So the more clear and concrete your project is, the more likely you are to do it. And I like to think of it like this, like when we, you know, make a declaration, when we have a goal, if it's nebulous, right, if there's no clear defined plan or nor clear, there's no clarity to that, then it's really just a wish. And nebulous goals or ideas rarely become real things because, like I said, there's no meat to it. So creating a plan around it, getting specific on what it is that you want to do and how you're going to do it, again, works off of 
getting started, right? Um, because there is magic in the doing. And also it puts more meat to the goal. So you're more likely to follow through that way. My next tip is to set realistic expectations. Let's face it. If your goal is unrealistic, you're going to have a huff, uh, excuse me. If your goal is unrealistic, you're going to have a tougher time sticking to it. So best example that comes to mind, like you're better off starting with training for a 5k than setting your sights on completing the New York City Marathon as your first race. So small doable action builds momentum and gives you the confidence that you need to fuel long-term motivation. So setting realistic expectations is critical to finding the motivation to do the things that you're dragging your feet on. My next tip is simple. It's just to brainstorm. So this is more so, I guess, whatever you want to tackle, whether it is a project that you have in mind or or if it is like a health and fitness goal, um, is to brainstorm about it. Dump out all your ideas and then start organizing every single aspect of the project. So when I say organizing, of course, like you're just going to just clear your head first of everything that is in your overwhelms brain, dump it all out. And I find that it's very therapeutic. I find like, okay, once I write something down that it becomes more real and then allowing myself to look at all those pieces and then organizing it, um, which if you like to organize, that is second nature. But if it's a little more difficult, you know, for people like me, then it becomes a challenge. And I, I know that I get motivated by challenging things. So brainstorming for me happens to be a very effective way of me just getting a better handle on what it is that I have to do. And then when I organize it, it doesn't seem so daunting. And I find that I have the motivation to get started that way. Here's a fun tip. Tell yourself you're excited. In one of the pods that I'm in, We talk about this a lot because we are in a course creating pod and, you know, to become a successful course creator, to even just be able to create your course, you know, requires you to do, especially if it's your first time around, it requires you to do a lot of scary things. So we're all telling ourselves like, you're excited, you're not afraid, you're excited. And the reason why this works is because Fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin. So if you tell yourself that you're excited, it just sounds better than saying to yourself, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. So it's a nice little uh, mind hack that I like to that I like to remind myself and my pot mates. The next tip is realize that your thoughts become things. If you're familiar with the law of attraction, you already understand this concept. We are all creators of our own reality. And the energy that you put out is the energy that you receive. So you have to live as if you've already received everything that you need. It's very important for you to stop focusing on what you lack. And if you tell yourself that you don't have the motivation, then that's what you're going to achieve. You're going to achieve low motivation. You're going to still sit on the couch episode after episode of ratchet or I don't know what else, Cobra Kai or whatever other Netflix uh, show that's on right now that people are watching, you're just going to just keep binge watching them because 
you are reminding yourself, oh, I'm not motivated, I'm not motivated, and that is the reality that you're creating. When I think about this, I think about a couple of things, and one of the quotes that comes to mind, and it's one of my favorite quotes, is Henry Ford's quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So once again, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I love this quote because it reminds me that my attitude determines my success. And heck, if I think I can do something, then I can do it. If I think I can't, I'm going to struggle. So it's almost self-defeating and I'm not here to make myself feel bad. I don't, you know, I, I, I hold myself to a lot. And so quotes like this inspire me. Um, and if you have any other quotes that help to motivate you, I'd love to know what it is because I'm always looking for a good motivation quote. The, first, the previous tips were kind of like things to do, like mind hacks and stuff like that. But my, my next tip that I really love is because we start to think about the psychology of things. And so my last tip is understanding the CTFAR model. So the CTFAR model is also known as the self-coaching model that was created by Brooke Castillo of the Life School fame. And when I first heard of this model, it was like a light bulb went on and I was like, that makes so much sense. And so if you're not familiar with the CTFAR model, um, CTFAR stands for circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. So the way that I like to talk about it briefly is just that, you know, your thoughts become your feelings and then your feelings fuel your actions and your actions get you your results. But we have to take it one step back because the CTFAR model starts with circumstances. So circumstances are neutral facts. And it will remain a fact that, let's say, I'm 42 years old or I am living in New York. Those are all circumstances, right? Well, those facts become stay as a fact and they will remain as such until you attach a thought to it. And thoughts are the opinions we have on a particular circumstance, So for example, I could say, I'm 42 years old and I have no energy and and I'm a lazy 42 year old, right? Or I can have like a a negative thought about 40 year olds, or I could wish that I was in my twenties or something like that, but whatever. So in other words, the fact that I'm 42 years old is a circumstance, but my thought about it changes it into an opinion. Because I could also say that I'm a joyful 42-year-old. I'm an energetic 42-year-old, right? So you see how that changes it. So I'm still same age, but different thought. So according to Jamie Kavanaugh, most of the thoughts that we have daily are unintentional. So the difference between an intentional and unintentional thought is that an intentional thought is a thought you actively decide to think about. So unintentional thinking is more like reactive thinking. And 
Reactive thinking is formed by your worldviews, your values, and your belief systems. So as human beings, we're always looking to attach a meaning to our thoughts. And part of that process results in attaching a feeling to our thought. So according to the self-coaching model, your feelings will drive your actions. So let's back it up a little and think about a circumstance, a thought, and an opinion. I'm sorry, a circumstance, a thought, and a feeling. So I can say that I am unemployed. That's a circumstance. And my thought about my unemployment could be that I'm unemployed because my skills are irrelevant or, you know, I'm unskilled. That's why I'm unemployed. And then the feeling about that would be ashamed. I feel shame because I'm unemployed. So what my action would be is that I would not be as motivated to look for a job because I, I feel ashamed about the fact that I don't have skills. And then my result would be is that I'm still unemployed. <laughs> so, I mean, that is a very basic example, but this is, it's important to realize how it all starts with a thought. So when it comes to self-improvement, most people focus on remedying their actions in the form of changing their habits to yield results. You can have success with this initially, but at the heart of it, what you're relying on is your willpower. And willpower is fleeting when you haven't addressed your thoughts and feelings first. So there's also going to be growing resistance with time. So if you're not managing your thoughts and your feelings, the end result is a lack of serious motivation. So if we think about this thought that I feel ashamed because I'm an unskilled, unemployed worker, and I am, you know, I'm trying to change it. So I'm looking in the help wanted and I'm having some success looking for jobs, right? But ultimately I don't follow through with submitting my resume and, you know, or I, you know, create a list of jobs and I apply, but I don't really give my all in my resume because my resume is just a recount of the fact that I feel like I'm unskilled then I'm going to have a harder time finding a job unless I address my thoughts first and realize that my unemployment is not related to the fact that I'm not skilled, but it's related to a circumstance that's out of my control, like this pandemic. So if you're lacking serious motivation, the best way to turn it around is by first managing your thoughts. So the great part of all of this is that you can be in control of your thoughts and your thoughts are choices. So I have a choice. I can either choose to view myself as un, as unskilled or I can choose to view myself as someone who's capable of learning new skills or, you know, finding or like just taking better inventory of all of my aptitudes because my thoughts are my choice. So you can choose to be disengaged with the thoughts running through your mind or you can practice intentional thinking to frame results that are actually sustainable and beneficial. So what I love about the CTFAR model, the self-coaching model by Brooke Castillo, 
is that it's such a concrete way to look at change from a psychological perspective and that, you know, you go deeper than just trying to change your behavior because changing your behavior is, is great and all, and it's important. But if you're not addressing the thoughts and the feelings associated with the actions that you're trying to change, you're going to meet resistance and you're going to lack the motivation long-term. Most of us feel that change is achieved by doing, and while that is partially true, getting good habits in place, getting your thought process involved, and managing your feelings accelerates greater results. And when your mind is in the right space, you're more likely to stay motivated. So now it's your turn. I'd love to know what motivation tip you're going to try to use the next time you're lacking serious motivation. If you listen to me on Apple Podcasts, you can share your biggest takeaway from today's episode by writing a review. And your reviews, just so you know, help increase this show's reach. So if you love this show, if you tune in to me weekly, you can help other mamas, other busy women out there by writing a review to help increase my show's ability to show up in the, in the library of people, particularly on Apple Podcast. You can also share with me your thoughts on IG at the Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast Instagram account. My handle is Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast. Or if you're a member of this podcast Facebook group, you can stop by, say hi, and continue the conversation with a fun comment. I'd really love to hear from you. So on that note, I got through (laughs) recording this episode Uh, Yes, it was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. And I know that, you know, it's totally fine. We are not always going to be motivated to do the things that we need to do. But that doesn't mean that we stop. That just means that we look for ways to kind of supercharge, get over that initial hump of inactivity. And so these are my 10 best tips that actually helped me to be able to record this episode and share with you what helped me. So on that note, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. Of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. If you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the 5 Days to More Energy Challenge, you can click on the link in the show notes for this episode or go to heycarladiaz.com forward slash 5 day challenge for more information.